Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. <laughs> Hi. You look scared. <laughs> I just deleted. I was like chuckling a little bit, <laughs> setting, like starting because what said I forgot what I had to say in the beginning, or I forgot how to talk into a mic, or I forgot how to do. It should this, be like riding a bike. This happens so many times. Don't we say this a lot? Sometimes, like we get off doing it for a week or two, but this has been a while. Yeah. Well, usually we take off in August. That's kind of been like what we've done right. in the past few years. But this year, sort of just because we had no other choice, mm-hmm. we took off in June, which makes sense to me because June really is my least favorite month, even though it, that makes no sense and nobody understands it. Well, I guess some people understand it. But, you know, I every year I say I hate June. I dread it. Um, first of all, you work a ton in June. Um, just end of the year bullshit with schools and figuring out the kids summers and um, making sure that they have enough going on and just like everything. I just, I just, I'm not a fan of June. Mm. Um, So this year uh, moving on top of everything else (laughs) and the timing of it. I mean, there was just no way to record. I mean, go back three years, right? It's the same episode. (laughs) It's the same episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. Mm-hmm. You laugh. But. Uh, no, I'm laughing because because I don't want to cry. I know. <laughs> yeah. And if I do cry, by the way, it's just like stress tears. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So don't take it personally. Well, that is, I think, a precursor or not a precursor, but like a, um, what do you call it? Like where you put something at the beginning of something like a... A pre-something. Yeah, yeah. That, that we need to note that I'm sort of... F- not forcing you to record today. A little bit. But you needed to like get back in the saddle. <laughs> and you've been extremely stressed. But also I feel like this is like a, our safe space. And mm. we can say what we need to say. It's a little bit of our therapy, which should not take the place of real therapy. But I think that once you do it, I think you're going to feel good. Okay. So um, I'd like to feel good. So Yeah, I know. You have not on. felt good. No. Yes. I have not felt good. Right, right. (laughs) In any way. (laughs) And I guess the only way to start this episode is for people who have been listening for a long time and have heard what, you know, the last year of our life has been. I mean, you could really say like the last 10 years of our life has been, but the last year of our life has been um, sort of one of like figuring things out, rebuilding as far as our kids and you know uh we talked some about Mia and how a year ago exactly a year ago um she went off to this program that I thought was going to be phenomenal for her if you haven't listened to pivot 
episodes one and two. Um, those are great episodes and explain a lot about what was going on. But she went away and we picked her up about two to, well, we, you picked her yeah, up about we? two days later. <laughs> she came home and in that moment I was sort of like, oh, oh my God, like, yeah. Is she going to be, she wants to go to college. Is she going to be able to go to college? Is she going to be able to have a productive, regular, meaningful, you know, life? Is she, not that you have to go to college for that, but anything that's going to, you know, involve maturity and responsibility and all of this. Um, You know, Ian had a really tough year um, as far as school goes and getting bullied and everything. And, um, Mia uh, is currently doing phenomenally well. So uh, the year for that, you know, we put her in a new school almost two years ago, um, which was great. But even in this last year, whatever epiphany she had when she came home, because we kind of like scared the shit out of her being like, uh, I don't know if you should look at colleges. And I don't know Mm -hmm. um, the transformation that has happened for anybody out there who has a child who you're thinking to yourself, um, I, I just don't know. Like, I are they going to be able to do all the things? Right. Um, that's literally where we were at exactly one year ago today. Um, and here we are. She is going to her first choice college. Um, she is a pleasure to be around. I mean, like, I can't even tell you how much I immensely enjoy being around her. Um, like just, you're not al- allowed to say favorite child, right? Like, you know, I, I don't have a favorite. <laughs> I at this point, I hate in time, them all equally. <laughs> right at this point in time, you're allowed to have favorites Mm-mm. like once in a while, right? Like every day, my cha- my favorite changes. That's what I'm saying. Like whoever it, sleeps the latest <laughs> is my favorite. Um, no, but honestly, the the last year, I mean, look, we it was blood, sweat, and tears, man. We oh yeah, we went through some shit, but it has paid off. Um, and a little bit, the town that we live in, while we have made incredible friends and we love so many people here and everything, um, you know, on a broader level, as far as the schools go, and I think the direction that they're going in, um, they're already starting to mess with, uh, what you're allowed to say and not say about LGBTQ. And, you know, I, I just, I'm fearful of where it's headed. Uh, and I just want, I, I, I know that to raise kids who are so socially aware and who are trying, you know, who we are making sure know a lot about, um, you know, treat it, how you treat marginalized communities and everything. I feel like teaching them that and putting, putting them in this same school system is completely unfair. Um, along with other reasons why we need to move. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, so I I knew it was a good idea. I think when Ian got into school and he had high hopes, he really wanted to try going to public school. You know, he suffers from ADHD, so we always sort of wanted him to go to private. But he really wanted to try it. Um, It wasn't a good fit for him. Again, this is something that is just our kids. I'm not speaking about, I know there are a lot of kids who thrive in this school system and, you know, I think it, each kid is different. Um, but so we sort of knew, again, we had to pivot. We had done it with Mia and given her all the opportunities that she needed. And man, the payoff was incredible. Um, Wait, we, we haven't spoken about the boys' school ever? 
on here? I think we said we were applying to schools, and I don't want to say too much. No, no, I understand. Yeah. Just, I, we never discussed. I didn't. I thought yeah, we did. Yeah, I think we said that they were applying to schools. Okay. We, we, I think they were accepted. Um, which, you think they were? Or they, no, they, no, they, they, they I, were. I think we did not mention maybe Got that it. they were accepted. Okay. Um, and that they are, you know, going to attend what I think is a, and they think they're super excited, um, is an incredibly special, um, wonderful, you know, inclusive, well, like just incredible like we, community. We, we knew that we found the right place for Mia. We think we found the right place for the boys. Correct. And they just got like, in. and and we 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 wouldn't send the boys to Mia's school. They wouldn't have liked it, and we wouldn't right. have sent Mia to this school. Correct. It probably wouldn't have been the right fit for her. So you know, again, we have three very different children. Um, I do think both our boys, this is the right place for them. But um, you know, I think that I always think about that with camps and stuff. Like a lot of people send all three of their kids to the same camps or the same private school or whatever, and for them that might work. Those types of things for our kids do not work. Our kids are so different that we they really need that individualized emphasis. Um, and so I think we've done a really good job of, of doing that. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to also talk about another pivot that I think we both did. And we, we didn't discuss this, so disagree with me if you think I'm wrong. Or not wrong, but you disagree with. With Mia was always thinking about going to school for education, and we were kind of like, you might want to think twice about that. Not because we don't respect education in any way. We do. Just we know too many people and you've been involved. It's a tough place to be these days, right? It's We were just like, maybe you're not the right person to get into that. No, I don't think that was... Not that she wasn't the right person. To be in this educational system that we're in right now, I think... I thought she's not... I mean, with her... like her views and like the way she thinks and well, it depends where you, where you teach. Well, that's my point. Right. So when she said she wants to go to college and then come back and teach at the high school she went to, right. We were like, go to fucking education. Yeah. 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 That's the way it's to be a hundred percent. Like I did a total pivot on, you know, education might not may not be right for you, but now that we're thinking about where you went and that place, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to, kind of change you can't just think of oh your kid says they want to do this mm-hmm. but look at it this way like she did with going back to her school oh that makes sense mm-hmm. of course go do that right that would be amazing and he would be perfect for you yeah and they actually at graduation they even said um like in front of everybody because she won an award at graduation <laughs> first of all my daughter who has been marginalized for so long you know she's neurodiverse she's lgbtq um all these things that really have made life difficult for her in her last school. The fucking girl was prom queen at her school, (laughs) number one. And number two, she got the citizenship award. So when they gave her the citizenship award, you know, they know that she wants to come back there and teach. And they were like, you know, you have a job waiting for you. And I recorded that and will be playing it again in four years to them when she, (laughs) when she applies for a job. Yeah. Of all the crying that you've ever done, I don't know if I ever saw you cry the way you did when she was nominated for that. She wasn't nominated. Award. She won it. Or, or, or won that award for whatever. Yeah, because of a year ago, I was hysterically crying like, oh, oh I, I have failed. Right. I have failed. She is not going to be able to, you know, be the person who I know she can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and in one year, you know, and, and I keep saying it because I know, I know that there are so many parents out there who have that same feeling with their kids, right? Like, holy shit, 
here I've done everything I possibly can. And at a certain point, you're just like, what more can I do? Um, and sometimes <clears throat> I think they have that epiphany or that, you know, as Oprah says, like that aha moment. Oh, does she? Uh, Oprah? <laughs> I don't oh, know about her You don't know moments. that she says aha moment? <laughs> no, I just, I know she goes, mm-hmm. When she's talking to somebody, that's the only yeah, thing like I know about Yeah, like your aha her. moment. So she had, when she came home from that summer program last year after three days, and, you know, it was like we flushed money down the fucking toilet, she came home and, you know, I'm so grateful that that all happened now. <laughs> At the time, right. I was pissed. But, um, yeah, she, uh, the, just the transformation. So so anyway, we we need to give the boys that same opportunity that we gave her and you know we're obviously very hopeful that it will be the, mm-hmm. the same thing and us and us. i think we're I giving agree. ourselves the same opportunity I 100% to, you know agree. yeah yeah um yeah just do you want to talk a little bit without saying like an actual place like where we're going or what it ha- or do you want me to do it um i mean just, why don't you start and i'll sure contribute with Okay. My feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. I um, we are basically going back to my home. Um, you well, know, our, our home. Our home, in our, a sense. Our stomping ground. Our stomping ground yeah. from dating. But right. I literally grew up here. Mm-hmm. I mean, five minutes away from where we're going. Um, so you know, in some sense, it feels like I'm I'm going home, even though obviously it's 25 years later and everything is different. Um, you know, and we've we've brought our kids there many many times in in the interim, but. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're leaving a place that has been home to us for over 20 years, 40 minutes away, but it feels kind of like a world away, but also close enough that we can still see all the people and, you know, have the, um, you know, the interactions that we've we've formed. So, um, so on the one hand, you know, it's bittersweet leaving. On the other hand, it, I really do feel like I'm going home and I feel like, I am so excited for our kids to um, to be there and to experience it. I mean, I've always loved it. I think that that was really where we were always meant to be mm-hmm. um, because of work. You know, I asked people like, have you ever relocated for work? Well, in some ways we didn't, we did relocate in some ways for work because I think that at the bottom of our hearts, like we really did want to be where, you know, well, everyone knows we met in Princeton, we're not moving to Princeton, but we're moving around there. And and f- to us, Princeton was like, just, that's our place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we moved away, you know, it was hard. But I think I think everybody has a place where, you know, that nostalgia and that um, those feelings, well, I have certainly bad memories there also, but I think that there's a place everyone has that's sort of like, it's home, you know, you could right. have lived there for six months, a year, 10 years, 20 years, but something about it feels like home. Right. And to go beyond that, because I agree, it was way more home to you than it was for me. Like I went to high school in Princeton down the road from, right? So I didn't live, I didn't grow up there, right? But I spent a good amount of my teenage years in the Princeton area. But when we making this, we made this decision solely based on the fact that our kids are going to school in that area and the commuting would just be a fucking nightmare. So it was like, we should consider just going out to that area. Mm -hmm. And so I knew nothing of the area, but we started 
well, I said we started looking at houses, but this market is just so fucking crazy. There aren't houses. One pops up and then it's gone 20 minutes later, right? Is that most places in the country? Like, is that relatable? I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, around here, that's the way it's been, especially where we're going. Like, mm-hmm. that's why it's just so fucking insane and crazy and I'm stressing the fuck out, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a whole nother story. But about the area, that's kind of what I'm talking about now, is I've never been there before specifically. And we went to go see the house, and I loved it for so many reasons. Look, is it the best house ever? All no, but it's great. It, I think it's going to be perfect for us. You know, I'm not buying it for the house. I'm buying it for the lifestyle. I'm buying it for the location. I'm buying it for like when we we went to go see it, and then you can literally walk to a town from the house, like the town of that area. I've never been, well, I, when I was a child, I was able to do that, right? But in my adult life, I've never been able to do that with my kids and with you. And I, it was, it was almost like a, like a movie, yeah. like, like this charming street, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, we're not, we're not at the stage where we're going to be walking a stroller with our baby down the street, you know, right. we're past that. I'll borrow somebody else's baby. But, but like, we're still at, they're still at the age where it's like, our kids can ride their bikes down the street and yeah. into town. And if get, Jonah learns how to ride a bike, he <laughs> right. will be able to. <laughs> Uh-huh. But, you know, it's this cute little charming area and you can walk anywhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to drive 10 minutes, Princeton is there mm-hmm. or, you know, other towns that we want to mm-hmm. be in or like it's just this area where you're like, oh, my God, this is literally picture perfect. Mm-hmm. And from where we are, that's not the case for us. Yeah, like, our kids can't walk anywhere. I won't even no. let them walk past the end of our street because or, and we get, like it's a twenty-minute drive to go to the food store. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a twenty. You know, so although like a, this is a great area and it's you know centralized for so many amazing things, mm-hmm. but for I think at this point in what we're looking for, it's just it, I, I think it's just gonna we've been growing for so many years now to try to have a lesser stressful lifestyle and, and just make things easier on ourselves. And, you know, for so many years we were, or me was trying so hard to like, what's bigger, what's next, what are we going to do? Like, well, we're going to get into that. I know we are. I know we are. I'm just kind of teasing it at this point, but what I'm saying about this area is it, to me, it's bringing me back down to where I think my comfort zone and happy place is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll get into that stuff yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We should take a break. Yeah, we should. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. I am so excited to tell you about what has become, I think, one of my top five favorite products that I've purchased of all time. And I don't say that as an exaggeration. For those of you who follow the podcast, you know that back in October, our kitten Thumper got out and was lost for eight days. And that time was excruciating. For any of you who have ever had a pet get lost, you know what that feels like. It is awful. As soon as Thumper came back, I purchased Tractive, which is an app that allows you to follow your pet, your cat, your dog. If they get out or if they go too far or if they're somewhere dangerous, you'll always know. Tractive has been life-changing for us. And I, I mean that fully. All of us, all five of us, are on the app for Family Share, and we can all track exactly where Thumper is all the time. 34% of pet owners lose their pets at least once. Tractive GPS connects to AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile LTE across the United States. 
LTE provides the longest range of any cellular band and updates to your phone regardless of how far away you might be, even across the world. Tractive devices work in 150 plus countries. It has so many amazing features. You can create a virtual fence and if your pet steps outside of that virtual fence, you get an alert and then you can go live and see exactly where your pet is at all times. Live mode means that you never have to worry that your cat or dog has gone somewhere dangerous or too far before you can get an exact location and go get them. And Tractive is only $49 and monthly plans start as low as $5 a month. That's $49 for complete peace of mind about your pet. And plans start as low as $5 a month. Head to Tractive.com, T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E.com and put in code MARTINI for 20% off. That's Tractive.com, T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E.com Code Martini for 20% off. And yes, it really works. I promise you, you are going to thank me so much as soon as you start using it. You will absolutely love it. Tractive.com. So many of you know, as we have told you, that Mia's high school experience was sort of um, a roller coaster ride, for lack of a better term. When she graduated this year, um, it was phenomenal. Like, we didn't know if she was going to graduate. And we wanted to have a celebration that was representative of the person she is, which means not too much, not over the top, but also with her closest friends and family. Um, And I wanted to do something that was special for her, and I knew that she would adore. So I contacted Wandering Sweets which is located in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, and they have a truck that comes to your house or your venue or your wedding or your celebration, wherever that might be in the tri-state area. And they make these amazing desserts, amazing coffee drinks. And actually, one of my favorite parts of it was that I had just simply mentioned that it was June and Pride Month um, and that Mia would also want to celebrate Pride Month. And Alyssa, the owner, spent all day making these special marshmallows that were rainbow just because she knew that it would be so special for Mia. It was just the most personalized touch that was so touching to me because I know that that's a lot of time and effort for them. And that's what they try to do. They're trying to connect you to the people you love through fun food, delicious food, And Alyssa and her partner and her truck are just the most wonderfully local, fresh, creative dessert company I have found. And trust me, I have tested a lot. And I think that the most wonderful thing about them is that they cater a package just for you. So there's lots of different options. The food is delicious. The ice cream is insane. And I live by the Jersey Shore. And at the Jersey Shore, ice cream is a big deal. Never had better ice cream than on the Wandering Sweets truck. If you want to check out the Wandering Sweets truck and you're in the New Jersey area and you have any kind of celebration going on, I highly recommend them. Head to wanderingsweets.com. That's W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-S-W-E-E-T-S 
com and check out all their different packages. And I promise you, you're going to get the most personalized experience. They are so incredible to work with. They have so many options and food truly is their passion. So you know that you're not only getting natural and fresh ingredients, but everything is made with such love and care and devotion. And we felt that at the party, truly. So please go check out Wandering Sweets. You will not regret it. And they honestly, they have the cutest purple truck that that when it pulled up, every neighbor came out of their house and looked and was like, what was that? And I was like, oh, yeah, you can come over and try some. Um, because it was just such a fun experience. And I have friends having weddings and engagements and bar and bat mitzvahs. And every single one of them, I have sent them the link to Wandering Suites because I was so incredibly impressed with them. So please head to Wandering Suites. We'll put the links in our bio and we will also put them on, on social media. And I promise you they will turn any event you have into this exceptionally exciting, fun, unique experience that everyone around you will be talking about. So I, everybody knows, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people know who follow us either on social or, you know, who are podcast listeners. We have moved a lot. This is our seventh time. I didn't say second. I said seventh. It's like, uh, five, six. We're about to move again. One, two, three. Oh, right. Yeah. So this is our seventh thank move. You. Oh, yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> um, it's like in a... <laughs> I thought you were an account moving into like my parents' house. I would have, but <laughs> it, it just makes it seem too pathetic. <laughs> I didn't want to count any more than I didn't have to. Um, yeah, it's like in Father of the Bride where he's like, I'm sorry, where's the bathroom? And like the rich in-laws' houses. And he's like on the seventh right. right. He's like second, <laughs> no seventh. Right, seventh. <laughs> it's like that. Yep. Um, and so... And it's a little bit annoying because with moving, here's the thing about moving that's different than other aspects of your life. Moving is so public, right? You put it on the MLS. Exactly. Um, You know, you, um, it's out there for everybody to see it, right? You can't sell your house usually without making it a public thing. Um, So, you know, so the first question people have is, oh, why are you moving? Right? Which isn't taboo because it's out there, right? It's not like finding out somebody's getting divorced that you heard through the grapevine and you're like, oh, why are you getting divorced? Mm-hmm. You would never ask that, right? But but it's kind I, of the same, isn't it? I think it's well, I just, similar on Well, I feel, I feel like if someone's moving, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you want to know why. Of course. And I guess that I always ask because number one, it seems crazy not to, I guess, right? Like you're moving. Oh, good luck. I mean- you, you right. ask, but also I think um, I guess that <coughs> it seems exciting, also, right? Like, oh my God, are you going somewhere good? Or, but it could be the opposite. It could mm-hmm. be that people are moving, which we have um, in the past for financial reasons, or you know, whatever it may be. Um, and so it's a weird, it's a weird. Um, life event because there's no taboo around it in the fact that you can ask people whatever you want because it's fucking out there for the world on the intranet so um yes so uh, that's very strange it's a strange place to be and um we get a lot of shit for it i mean a lot of shit right and i get annoyed what do you mean um, 
oh my God, how many people are like, you're moving again? You know, like how many people? I think at least this time we have a really great experience. Not excuse. It doesn't matter. It doesn't for... matter. People love to use it as okay. like a dig. Like right. a See that... and, and people close to me too. And I know. people close to me say it constantly. And I'm like, really? Are you still fucking using that joke? Like what what is what are you getting from that? If we're moving, obviously you know that I'm stressed about it and it's not something I like to do. Why take that dig at me? Why be like, oh, again, or holy shit, you move more than anybody I know or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't say that to somebody about losing their job or about. So so to me, I think that people need to understand that just because it's out there and public and because there's no way to keep it a secret. Right. You're moving out of a fucking house into another fucking house like you can't, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like you can get plastic surgery and wait till the scars are gone and then go out into the open again. Um, <laughs> okay. No, like for people who want to keep that secret, which I don't think they should. Yeah, but, but don't you look different after you you remove the things? Not if you have a good plastic surgeon. Oh, but it's in the whole. Doesn't matter. Well, anyway, your house <laughs> looks fucking different when you move. Okay, <laughs> so I, you know, to me, it's a really hard thing. I texted you the second we listed, and I was dreading listing, and we never put a house a sign in front of our house, no. which I was so happy about. But I those, hate that. Yeah, I mean, where we are, that wouldn't do anything anyway. It doesn't right? matter. I, I can't stand it. I just can't stand anything that draws attention to it, and people are like, oh, look, they're moving again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stand what it. What are they, Oompa Loompas? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, but I... Well, as soon as it went on the MLS, what did I do? I texted Mm -hmm. you and I said, so-and-so will be the first person to message me (laughs) and say, oh, I just saw your house on the market. Where, why are you moving? Where are you moving to? And I texted you, I think, what, an hour later? Possibly. That exact person who I don't, I'm not even friends with. She just is like an acquaintance. I was like, that's going to be the first person. And and I think people are genuinely interested. I get that, right? And we, like you said, this time, we have nothing but pride in why we're moving, right. right? We're moving because we're going back to our roots. We're moving because we're giving the kids an opportunity. And, and they were, you know, they were... Uh, given this incredible opportunity and, and all the right reasons. But that might not be the case. And I still don't want to be made fun of for fucking moving. Like m- our life is such that we've had to pick up and, and you know, pivot and do all the things. And we have. Um, and, and, you know, and some people stay in the same house their whole lives. And that's fantastic. But they have other places that they've struggled and maybe they've kept it a secret maybe they haven't but you don't have that luxury with moving to keep it Mm -hmm. a secret you cannot it's impossible so even if you are depressed and anxious devastated whatever it is people just come up to you and act like it's you know, right? Like we could have lost our jobs. We could have sure all whatever. the things. Somebody was sick. Like yes, whatever. Yes, God forbid. You know, yes, like yes. any of those things. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like a different. It's like an like an anomaly of like it's okay to ask why, what's going on. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you you know you list the house and everybody's sort of like you know when you buy a new house and if your new house is smaller than the old house and it's sort of like ooh what's going on? Oh, nobody's just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody's like, "Oh, well, the location is different and maybe they're you know like I just blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just blah. Mm-hmm. I just hate moving. And you know, in my childhood, I was in the same house 
since I was two years old until I went to college. So I never moved. Um, and I think because my, it was so traumatic for my mom to the time that they moved. She says, like, my parents almost got divorced. She lost, like, 20 pounds, which obviously has not happened to me. But <laughs> all the things that, you know, she was just, like, traumatized. So I think she was like, I'm not moving anymore. And she didn't. Mm. Um, but then once I met you, it was like, you know... You know. All right. So where do you want to go from there? <laughs> Musical <laughs> chairs or something. Uh, I just want to go to, well, first of all, you, you know, you're doing great. Like with your, your act, you don't sound stressed. Well, that's wine. Okay. It makes me feel much better. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, you have been incredibly, incredibly stressed. Do you feel more stressed with this move than all the others? I do. Um, for a bunch of reasons, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the easy reasons, you know, is, you know, we're in a crazy fucking real estate market right now. You know, it's so unpredictable. Like I, you know, we, we talked about all the reasons we want, we want to move to this area. Right. And so with what's happening in the market, you know, there's one house. So we way overpaid for this house, which we knew, like we were doing that on purpose just because that's where we wanted to be. Right. And, you know, I didn't get, enough that I thought we would get for this house, right? So there's that just, you know, difference of money that I thought was going to happen. So money, you know, obviously was a thing for this too. But also there's money factors involved the whole way through, which I'm not getting into. Like I don't want to. Until the day we die, sweetie. Right, exactly. So I don't even want to go there. But I feel like I'm also at a place now for the last so many years, I guess since we've moved here, which three years ago, you know, I've, I've completely flipped from the kind of person that I used to be, right? Like the, the idea of moving used to excite me. You know, now it seems like I, for the first time I understand why it's like number two in the world of, you know, depression stress. and stress and number you know, three, three, yeah, divorce a, was one death of a loved one, divorce, and then moving. So number three. Okay. I, well, I mean, still up there. Now I get it. I don't like it anymore. I'm not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be a lot of fun. So is this the last one? I, I sound well, like everybody else. Right. Of course. And mm-hmm. yeah, this was the last one, you know, mm-hmm. like who knows, but mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking do it again, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like we're, we're going to this place where I don't think I want it to ever end. Like from my vision of what it's going to be, I want it. I want to be there forever. I wanted to be here forever, you know, but who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, is it the last one? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my answer. Okay. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and there's just so much going on with getting a CEO from the township and trying to sell the place and getting it approved for the sale and all the things. And mm-hmm. like, even, even to the littlest thing, like our fucking home warranty company that we have, I called them June 1st. It's July 2nd. Is this I, an advertisement, by the I, way? I would love to give them this fucking advertisement. <laughs> but I called them to cancel the, you know, our, our plan because I, I said we're moving, so we have no need for it anymore. You know, Can you cancel it? And they said, okay, yeah, sure. You're going to get an email within three days and whatever. And it's canceled. No problem. 20 days later, no email. Charge goes to the account, right? So they never canceled, never did anything. So I called them again. Oh, that area, they're not available to talk to you right now. Like... Th- they're not letting me cancel, right? So even to those kinds of little things, 
you know, like I got to cancel our internet. I got to cancel our, like, though, like I've never stressed about those little things too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I enjoy, I used to enjoy it. Like it yeah, used to be a game for me. It used to be like, it was fucking psychotic. Oh my, if they, if I called them and they didn't cancel my account, I would be on the phone the next day, like talking to whoever I needed, like just reaming them out. Like I, I loved it as a game. Now I'm like, I just don't need this in my life. Like I don't, I don't need all these, like it, I can't handle it anymore. Call it being 45 now. And I was 42 when we, I don't know that three year difference, whatever it did to me. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I'm not enjoying this anymore at all. Mm-hmm. You know, too many issues, too many, like too much stress, too much. Mm-hmm. So for those reasons, even though it's a move and when you move, this is what you go through and I've done it and everybody else has done it. You know, like I've just, I, I've had it. Well, last time we moved was interesting because um, my my best friend in the world who she had moved, you know, a year or two before and they had put, um, they, they live, there was like one street they wanted to live on, right? They live in a really small town and there was like one street and and nothing was up for sale. So they went around and they put flyers in everybody's mailboxes saying, hey, we want to move on to this street, you know, if by any chance you're thinking about moving, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you can't be too picky with that, right? Like you put the flyers in only in the mailboxes of the houses you're interested in, right? You don't put them in, but also a little bit, you have to be like, okay, somebody's going to call me and I don't know which house it's going to be. And, you know, so you have to be willing to be a little bit flexible, but we did that then when she did it and it worked. And then I was like, well, well, we should do that. So you literally drove around during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and put flyers in people's mailboxes. And our house now was one of them. And we got a, we got a few calls. We got a few. Yeah. And then we got this call and, um, and it just, you know, everything seemed to, even though, so we used a realtor, uh, we didn't use a realtor last time, and it was, it actually wound up kind of being a nightmare. And that's when I was sort of like, we're never doing that again, not using a realtor. But, um, you know, you put you put something in there. Like, was like, for you back then, when it was the pandemic and life was a little boring and whatever, it was sort of like a, a game show, right? Like, I'm going to put flyers and all these mailboxes and see who calls me and oh I went, what's the I went, house gonna be and i went on photoshop i i designed my own little mailer mm-hmm, card mm-hmm. i went i had it printed i went to staples they were on like photo stock mm-hmm. I, I did the whole thing mm-hmm. I was, it was like a project for me i know i loved it uh-huh. it's like six <laughs> sociopath so it had a cute little picture of like a family in front of homes and you know did it oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it well, nice. it worked, right? Like, as far as it worked. And the market, obviously, was super different back then. And it was a pandemic, so you couldn't really go in and see homes. It was just a completely different mm-hmm. situation. But it worked. And and I think for you, the excitement of that, like, you know, it's sort of like putting on all your lottery numbers and seeing if anything comes in. And it did. And so I think that part of it was kind of exciting. And then we came to this house, and we were sort of like, shit, it could work. Um, again, not a perfect house, but it's been great. We love it. Um, but this time, for me, what was a little bit different, you know, so many things. But first of all, I'm super excited about where we're moving to. And I know I need out of, again, for all all the people in my town who are listening right now, and I know there are so many of you, and I, I do love you, and I love the people here who I've met and become close to. I see the direction of the school system and, you know, the um, the uh, politics and everything that 
for most people who can compartmentalize that in their life, it's not a big deal. For me and the way we have raised our family, it 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 weighs heavily upon me. So, you know, so I know that it's the right thing to do. But, um, you know, but also I think this time we, I think we are at such a different point in our relationship than ever before, right? That I just wanted to do everything I possibly could to take the weight off of you for the first time. Where I think in the past I was sort of like, fuck it, he wants to move? He can do everything, you know, I was sort of like, I'll be gone when he's, you know, packing mm-hmm. up or oh, I'll be were. gone. I, well, totally, because yeah. I never wanted to do it and I hated it and it stressed, stressed me out. And you were sort of like, you know, had your like packing playlist and were, <laughs> right. you know, like dancing on the ceiling when you were packing. And I was sort of like, I can't do this. Yeah. I mean, I've said to so many people and to myself a million times, I've never seen you like you've been for this move, mm-hmm. for all the moves, like mm-hmm. even the fun ones in the beginning from, you know, condo to town. There was no fun ones. <laughs> there were no fun ones. Oh, so on. Please don't call them fun ones. It wasn't ones. fun for you to go to like from the condo to the townhouse. Like, like no, that. Really? nothing was fun. Okay. Well, anyway, I've never seen you. I mean, like directing me about things to do to get the house ready to show. Mm-hmm. It was it was it blew my mind. Did it turn you on? I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. That was my masturbation material for weeks. <laughs> no, you know what? This time really was. I mean, I, I our partnership in the last you know year to two years, as far as parent, like I say it all the time, and 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 I truly believe it. You have been such a partner in so many things this past year or two that my while I was always in love with you and I always loved you and you know we sometimes hated each other while still being in love and loving each other if that makes any sense um I know you're like yeah, but what? what but it's true <laughs> I mean look the chemistry the connection all those things were still there we just hated each other despite all of that for certain reasons but it has not been like that the last one to two years at all it hasn't been like right. that I can't live without that him or her and you know our we'll never have a connection like this again i'll never find chemistry like it was literally everything right it was we and that's are exactly just... what i told you during sex two nights ago you did yeah you did and that was and i think i even said to you also that was one of my top five of all time how can right? you even possibly like remember <laughs> i to don't know top but five. it just felt in that moment like it was I just knew that we were in sync. Yeah. I knew that we were. Yeah, it was pretty phenomenal. Sex. Right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But but besides that, and I'll get. <laughs> well, I'll let's keep talking about the sex. Well, I'm going to, okay. but I'm going to get to that. So I think that um, that for the first time, first of all, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want him going through this by himself. Right? Like he, he didn't let me this time go through the parenting stuff by myself for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, our realtor who we're using um, is somebody who is one of my favorite women in the world. And, you know, she lives in Pennington. And so it just worked out that, and I, I guess I never realized in the past or I never cared enough or whatever, how much it means to, and we used the last realtor we used, Mm -hmm. and I know you, you love and we love and whatever. He was great, but there's something different about 
this to me because, you know, I knew she was going to like look out for us and protect us. And, you know, and, and my connection to her is so deep. Um, no, it was a good second handhold for you through this process I, to have her. I needed her. Yeah. I mean, I needed you and I needed no, her. No, no, no. That's why I said second yeah. handhold. Right. Yeah. Because you needed both of us to be at your beck and call for your emotions and your. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, so I definitely had that added support, which, you know, I guess if people are choosing realtors or whatever, sometimes you're sort of like, you know, I just want someone who knows how to sell houses really well. And, you know, luckily she can do that very well. But also, I think that I never realized before how much you need to have a, oh, shit, this person's also going to look out for us. And I think there are probably realtors out there who even if, you know, I've known her for 35 years, even if you don't know somebody for 35 years, they'll do that. But, you know, I think that added bonus was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Listen, I you talked me into it. I didn't want to use her. I love her. I wanted to use she her. She might listen to this. Uh, that's fine. And Ka uh, can I, I say I her name? It. No. Already, oh, yeah, sure. Ka no, so, Karen, listen, this is nothing personal at all because you know how much we love you and we a hundred a thousand percent use you for where we're going i was skeptical about not using somebody from our area mm -hmm. that's all well no one's gonna yeah this is all and, yeah. and and we had somebody that we've used and i love and like i was i trusted but i knew how much first of all how much i love you <laughs> and second of all how much the connection that i knew danielle needed to you to handhold through this process right right so yeah i was definitely very skeptical of using somebody out of the area yeah not you personally well specific. and at this point you yeah. know i do think with moving you don't have a lot of support uh for moving because it is sort of like just one of those things that people are like oh yeah it's just a regular life process thing nope. and it used to be not anymore <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But anyway, so I did not want you to go through it alone for the first time ever, whereas before I was sort of like, fuck you, where were you when I was, you know, parenting and doing this and doing that? Like, you want to move? You think we should move? You fucking figure it out. And and granted, looking back, that might not have been correct. Mm. But agree. But that was sort of our relationship at the time. Um, yeah, but in all fairness, there were things that were like, oh, I do this shit. Why do you do that shit? Right, exactly. You know, like, so same, same scenario, yeah. which has been not that way for a long time. It, right? Longish time. Yeah, sort okay. of. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> for us, that's a long time. But anyway, so, uh, so this, but still the stress has been a lot. But I think that I also am sort of feeling like the things that are super important to me, our relationship, the kids being in a good place, um, knowing that all those other factors are aligned, this to me is sort of like, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that's very easy for me to say when you're the one who sort of takes the brunt of all of that. Yeah, um, yeah but look, I, am I doing the brunt of the work for, you know, selling and moving? Yes. Have I seen you do more than you ever have? Of course. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. And I think it's kind of the other way around. Are you doing the most to get, you know, for me to go to college and the boys to go to school? I know. Yes. And am I there to help and how I can? A hundred percent. So it's kind right. of, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, there's, there's nothing I'm not doing that I'm like, fucking Danielle, why isn't she doing that? You know, at this, where in the past, probably. Yeah. Right. 
definitely. and I hope it's the same way the other way. Like I'm oh, there absolutely. to do a hundred percent. No, it's a completely, completely different. And I truly say to myself at this point, whereas probably in the last moves, I would have been like, I just want to move with Adam. Right. Like without him, not with Adam, without him. <laughs> right. This time I'm really like, I can go anywhere as long as he's there. I'm excited about what it's going to be there. Let's get, well, you want to talk about that soon? Well, a little bit. Back? I was also going to talk a little bit more about sex, but okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Great. I'll be right back. Well, we'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So we were talking about stress and both of us have our vices and everything, right? That we talk about and, you know, once we move, there are certain things I know we both want to do to get healthier, um, right? Sure. No, you said it yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. look, it's been a shit show for the past... I don't know, year and a half, um, even though we're headed in the right direction. And we do. We, we, we take on certain vices, even though they haven't affected us and our lives the way they used to, right? Like you're not doing the escapism stuff like you used to. I'm not leaving for five hours to go prepare for a marathon just to escape. Like all those things we're not doing. But it's so interesting because, and I'm going to give a, a warning right now to my family and to every, which I should have done before. Um, everyone, like my third grade well, teacher. There's nothing been listening. bad so far. I mean, we had some of the sex talk and I'm supposed to warn my family oh, about okay. that before. But <coughs> I, for, you know, the past few weeks, I have been like kind of a nymphomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with who? What? With you. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure that it wasn't beyond... What you and I have done. No, I mean, I would have probably done it 17 times as much if you had allowed it. I would have liked if you have told me that. Well, I don't need to tell (laughs) you. But anyway, so I was kept saying to myself, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know, you, I mean, I think part of it also is that like just our relationship is in a really good place. But I also, you know, and I've, I've always been like, I'm always a very sexual person and everything, but I literally was like, if you went to bed early, I was like in my room, either like watching porn or taking care oh, of really? myself. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you went to bed early, I was like taking, yeah. So going to bed early, which is like every night. Well, I was <laughs> just like locking my door and you know, oh, wow. so like, locking the, like whatever. So, um, I kept saying to myself, like, what the fuck is going on with me? Like, is this some kind of perimenopause thing or, you know, I just didn't know. And then I was sort of like, wait a minute, I think it's stress. I mean, besides the fact that I find you (laughs) incredibly attractive. Uh, Of course you do. And, you know, (laughs) and I want to jump your butt. But literally, it was like all the time. It was like, I mean, I shouldn't say was. I still feel like this right now. I, every single day, I would just be like, I I hope the kids are going to sleep out. And I, you know, like, I just, I needed it. Big time. I wish you would have told me yeah, about Yeah, because this. I feel silly because, like, I don't want it to be like, holy shit, what's wrong with her? 
I, so so having too much sex, I would say to you, what's wrong maybe, with you? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean. But I, so it's your outlet, right? So it's yeah. you're stressed out. You mm-hmm. need some mm-hmm. kind of outlet. And that's yeah. what you were feeling. Yeah. And then we went away. And um, the first night I went back to the room and I was literally going to text you because you were home like doing some kind of water thing. Mm-hmm. And I was going to text you and be like. I need you to like come here tonight. <laughs> that would have been nice if you did instead no, of me taking no, care you of the been, fucking water. You wouldn't have come. <laughs> I mean, you would have come, but you wouldn't have come before <laughs> right. coming. Um, so I, but that's never happened to me before. And I think that's never happened to me before again. And this sounds like, I hope people aren't like, ugh, this is so gross. Like they're like, like each other now. And you know, and I'm sure we'll hate each other. Don't again worry. We're g- we'll have a fighting episode. Exactly. Again. Don't worry. It's going to happen. A hundred. This is temporary. Yeah. But I literally was, that was my out, yeah, that was my outlet that I was just all day long. I had this pent up energy, this like sexual energy that I was sort of like feeling like I needed to like, I was exploding and, and I just, you know, some days you would come home and you would be tired or whatever. And I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm watching porn again tonight. But, um, what's your porn these days? I mean, it's kind of always the same. It's sort of like, um, it's either, you know, I don't know. I I think maybe because of my, um, you know, the fact that I ha- I always had like a attraction to my older history teacher when I was younger and everything, mm. which I know people in my high school right now <coughs> listening are like, what was wrong with you? And I know what was wrong with me, but I did. He's dead now. That's how old he was. Yeah. But, <laughs> nice. but right. anyway, yeah. I, um, that I go towards that but obviously like with you know they're all 18 plus all the kids that just that like are in the porn <laughs> because i just want to clarify that but um i don't know I, I all the things like i hear howard sometimes talk about like stepmom porn or stepdad porn or whatever and i'm sort of like i know i, I gotta get it yeah i i struggle with porn I really do. Mm-hmm. I go on. That's, and a, I, that's a sentence I think probably not a lot of guys say. I, I Maybe it's not just. Not that makes something wrong with you. Oh, no, there's tons wrong with me. But <laughs> I don't know if that's one of them. But I can't find porn. Like when I go on to whatever porn site, I find it all just like. I'm not, I don't know. It's not attractive to me. Mm-hmm. They're not attractive to me. I I can't find what I like. I literally end up typing like pretty girl taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you, first like, of all, you should probably do pretty woman taking a shower. Right, right, you but, never know what's coming up with that. Correct. And there's like one. <laughs> so I have one porn video. You, you don't want like where the stepbrother comes in. No, I, I don't like, need a. I don't need really? a story. And oh, I, I need a story, I and I need it to be believable. I saw a porn once that like really affected yeah, me. Yeah, you talked about. Did this. I? Okay, so yeah, I want to yeah, do it again. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't like everything that's out there. I mm-hmm. don't, or I'll do like. Like woman t- has oil massage, or you know, <laughs> that's my kind of por- like. I need me some like innocent like Romance. pretty girl right, porn. Right. That's what I'm in. Okay. like. I don't like. Okay. I don't know. I know. Yeah. But you know what's weird is that we only watch porn separately. We never watch it together. Well, we would never agree, right? I mean, I am literally into just show me somebody pretty that looks very <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like- 
don't know. I mean, there's got to be like woman vacuuming porn or <laughs> might be. Oh, you know, what, you know what I did watch? Dusting in the nude. I did watch, which I liked. Um, woman working at, or exercise porn where she just oh, lifts shit. weights naked. Get out. That's all it is. Like, there's no. Like masturbating, there's no touching her. Like all she's doing is she's naked and lifting weights. Mm. And I thought that was kind of cool too. Like it was a little different, but that's I, I don't know. Like I'm not into like fucking porn, like mm-hmm. low jobs and like I I don't know. I mm-hmm. just I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that one porn fucked me up forever. Maybe I felt so bad for that girl. Like Aww. I just yeah I I don't. I don't <laughs> Meanwhile, she's probably like a multimillionaire and <laughs> <Right>? is like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm like that's somebody's daughter. Well, well, it, I do think, as you know, Erica Lust has taught me that you need to only watch certain, con- you know, certain outlets of porn. Like if you're going, yeah, on- I might need to get, go on one of those like paid, like um, subscriptions. Yeah, th- no, the the they're like the the, the well, what's it called? Um, it's done in in like what are they? We talked about this. Who who did you just say? Who was it? Erica Lust. What? Yeah, I, I did an episode with her. Oh, you're talking about like um, ethical porn. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called ethical porn. Uh, where it's just like it's it's almost like just beautiful. Well, like, no, no, that's not even it. It's 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 not always just beautiful. I mean, there are definitely like people getting railed in there, but <clears throat> but it's it's people who it's highly consensual and it's all women based which means that like the women are being treated like queens as they are doing this and anything they don't want to do they don't do and you know it's just everything on set is making sure that they are catered to I and they're okay that. that's Great. what i need that's what that I need. would turn me on more for you to watch feminist porn would be like I would want you even more. <laughs> I think that's what I need. I don't Excellent. like standard porn. Well, like I, I don't... think maybe in the new house that will be one of our, um, you know, new ventures. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so well, being that we're going to well, do I have possibly... a free subscription to Erica Lust, which I guess I'll share with. You oh, could you please? Oh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm like limited in how many I'm allowed to watch, which I'm not willing to share. But okay. So are we going to be having a lot more sex now that we were? probably going to be sleeping in the same bed we are going to be sleeping in the same bed that's new that's that's 20 something years new mm-hmm. right when did we mm-hmm. stop trying to sleep together the townhouse probably yeah so it's a, so it's yeah that long mm-hmm. i'm very so excited can, about it i am not i'm nervous not I about the sex are. of course but just about the sleeping well <laughs> i think people assume you don't have sex if you don't sleep in the same bed not true Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of weird. It's like, I'll come into your room or you come oh, into yeah, my yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're done. See you later. Yeah. Good night. Well, I still am like, <laughs> I don't need to be. Well, although recently, like I have been wanting to. It's very strange. I don't know if I just like you or if it's like, I don't know, but it, it's. It feels different right now, and I, I hope it doesn't change. You know, I'm I'm liking it, but I also feel like I need you to be on board and be like, "Oh yeah, I'll have all the sex." <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Are you though? Because in the past, it's always been like, "I'm not that sexual. I'm not a sexual person." And when, did, when was the last time I? Yeah, said I guess that? that was a long time ago. That was in my twenties. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Well, I don't want to humiliate myself, right? Like I think a lot of women can agree with that. Like to go in to your partner's room and come on to them again and again and again and they're sort of like, you know, 
never coming. Like, I don't know. Well, the other night we were, we went away two nights ago and we just spoke about how we had this amazing sex, like some of the best, in my opinion, that we've ever had. And then, you know, you know that I'm stressed out and you know how I'm feeling. And the next morning you woke me up Mm -hmm. to not to have sex, but just to make me happy, Mm -hmm. just to take care of me. Yeah. I wasn't even planning on having sex. I know. That was your idea. And you said to me, you know. Uh, what would you like me to do? And I was like, just put me inside you. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. I really hope my parents stopped listening <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> but yes, it was amazing. But I think it's also a testament to the fact, look, and nobody's been more open than us about the fact that it hasn't, um, hasn't, we go through phases, right? Like it's not always like that. And there are times I was just talking, my best friend met me the other day um, in New Hope, which if you have not been in New Hope, Pennsylvania you need to go there and and take a vacation or a little getaway even um but she was just saying um we were talking about first of all and this is still the moving episode I guess I don't know oh, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll get there don't worry <laughs> okay. we're gonna talk about like well we're at 52 minutes yeah, okay so, well, we'll go okay. so we were she, we, we were talking about like the fact that there was a time in your my relationship where I would want to have sex so badly and I hated you so much I mean I, I loved you and was still attracted to you un- unfortunately or fortunately that I would literally be having sex with you and when it was done I would be like why did I just do that and um and it was because I wanted to have sex and I couldn't cheat and I couldn't you know what I mean but but now it's like you walk into a room and I'm like I just don't want the kids here. Like, I just want to have sex. So we should get rid of these fucking kids. Mm-hmm, we're trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is a boarding school. Right. Um, Not for them, but. Well, my God. <laughs> so, so anyway, so the, I think that that's how, besides the fact that I love you so much and I find you incredibly attractive, I also think that's how I've been dealing with the stress, you know, of, of everything so, uh, on top so- of smoking and all the other shit that I do. So I need to give you more stress is what you're saying and we'll have more sex. No, no, no. I don't even think I need the stress anymore. (laughs) Maybe it is also hormonal, right? Maybe I am going into like perimenopause or whatever. And I don't know. I mean, what is that? It's a perimenopause, perimenopause, like pre-menopause kind of like before. It's not like 60s. It's 60s. Well, it depends on the woman, first of all, but 60s is pretty late. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, again, depends on the woman. Um, but no, I want to do a menopause episode with you so that you can like understand what I'm about to be going through. But don't you not need menopause because I was fixed? Don't I not need yeah. menopause? So if you don't need to have menopause, you don't go through it. Well, I don't need my period either. And yep. I get that every month. Okay. Oh yeah. Good point. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> I was just hoping it worked Next that week way. on marriage martinis. <laughs> what are periods for? <laughs> um, yeah, so that has sort of been, um, but you know, the thing about the whole movie thing. First of all, our, our, our are we back to moving? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, a little bit. You know, <laughs> we're back to our charming little bird chirping area without you know. All the we're going to be talk. very <laughs> close to our neighbors, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm more worried about the dogs barking and pissing people off. But no, it's a dog town. Like it's there's dogs everywhere. Like we. Not these. Don't forget, there's a train going through our backyard, so we can time it. (laughs) It's like um, my cousin Vinny. Right. Every morning at two o'clock, we're gonna hear the train. It'll be like New York City all over again (laughs) for me. 
But, you know, people say like with moving, I think that what people don't understand is that there there really is this intense anxiety in, you know, enmeshed in it. And, um, you know, there's a such thing as relocation depression. And, you know, there's moving anxiety, which is just like, fuck, I don't want to move and you're stressed, but you're doing all the things. Um, and then there's relocation depression, which I think people really suffer from where you get this sense of overwhelming sadness that can like last for years. Mm -hmm. And I think that happened with my mom um, because of moving. And each person obviously like has their own reaction, just like you loved moving for a long time. Um, But, you know, also with it, as you've seen, which we've talked about a lot, there's this decision fatigue, right? Like there's all these decisions you have to make in a very short period of time. How much am I listing my house for? Um, You know, what kind of house am I looking for? When am I willing to move? When am I willing to close? When am I, you know, what kind of mortgage rate am I willing to, you know, move for or not move for? Or like all of these crazy decisions that you have to make in a very short period of time on top of your regular life decisions. And so, you know, I think that there's, there's, it's a very, um, like it's a, it's a very highly like acute period of time where your life focus really shifts. Everything becomes about the move, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, um, well, I that's don't... definitely what it's become for me right. in the last month. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, we had to make these rash decisions, whether mm-hmm. we liked it or not. Like we looked at two houses in the area because there was only one that came up and then another one that came up. Mm-hmm. One was too expensive mm-hmm. and the other was uh, needed too much work. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the third popped up and we're like, this is great. We, If we want it, if we want to live here, we have to fucking buy it now for whatever it takes. Right. Right. So in this market, it was like, they're asking this much. Here's this much over that we're willing to spend. No appraisals, no inspections, you know, no. Yeah. This, this is, like, it's so just, much just, stuff. It's We'll take it. Like, let me right, bend like over. Right, they have your balls in their hands. Uh, let me bend yeah. over, yep. do whatever you want to me, right. and I will buy your house. Right. Now we got to go take care of our end here and take care, you know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- th- there was no decision. It was like, do we want it or not? If, right. it, if the answer is yes, these are all the things that we have to do and sacrifice. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the other things I really wanted to talk about was, was neighbors um, because that has been, you know, a really big part of stress when we've moved and everything and when I asked on Instagram if people have had bad experiences with neighbors 50% of people said yes Mm -hmm. so you know it's a big deal and this is your this is where you live like this is your home base right your safe space and when you're somewhere where you know like in our last house I'm I don't I'm not gonna be too specific but we lived near a couple who were older not as old as I fucking thought they were when I like, right. oh my God, I couldn't believe how young they were when I like Googled them. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But, but I, you know, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, they were, they were older and I mean, they called the police on us for having a party until 1030 at night and on a if, Saturday, on a Saturday, you know, twice a year that we would have a party like that. And, and you know, our, if our kids were playing outside in a way that they didn't like, they would just sit out there and stare. I mean, it was, our dog yeah, went over and barked at them one time. Okay, but 
but I, that to me was like uh, I couldn't. That was really the only thing that made me want to leave that house. I was sort of like, okay, I don't want to move again, but I fucking do not want to be near them. They make me feel very uncomfortable in my own home. Like it would be to the point where in my own home, if they were outside, I would not go outside. And he was always fucking outside because he was always mowing his damn lawn. Like, how much can you mow your goddamn lawn? It's funny you say that. Why? We'll get to that soon. No, we're not. We don't have that much time. Oh, are we ending? Soon. I thought we, we haven't talked about what we want in the new place or. So should we do a two-parter? We're going to do it in a two-parter? Tomorrow? Yeah, we'll record the rest tomorrow. Okay. All right, but listen. So So neighbors. So we moved here. And our neighbors are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are like the best neighbors I could have uh, ever imagined. And we have we live next to. I'm gonna cry when I talk <laughs> about it. We live next, live, live next to a very, I don't want to say a very old couple, although I doubt she listens to the podcast. But they are very. You old. doubt she does? Yeah. I'm sure she does. Right, not. right, right. She always <laughs> asks me to like help her with her phone, so I think she probably can't figure it out. So she, they were a couple in their 90s. I mean, he was 91. 80s, 90s, she was yeah. in her 90s. She at 80. She was a little younger. I mean, our kids loved her. Like, I literally want to be like, please come move in with us. Move we with have us. We have our cats because of her. Right. And she's kind of like, cat. yeah, she <laughs> she's cats. an old cat lady. No, she's not. Shh, <laughs> she's not an old cat lady. I love her. And the kids l- adore her. And I'm sort of like, how can I leave that? You know, mm-hmm. like she's literally like the kids adore. I mean, it's just a wonderful situation. Everybody on her street is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like nobody's gotten pissed at us or. Right. Um, and now I'm moving to a new house and I'm sort of like, I don't know. Did the last people move out because the neighbors suck? I have no idea. I hope not. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and nobody's going to tell you. No one's going to, you know, you're not looking at a house being like, how are the neighbors? <laughs> oh, they're fucking shitty. <laughs> you, you have asked. I have. The realtor to like call the other realtor. And be yeah. Like, how are the neighbors? Yeah, like they're going to be like, <laughs> right. dude, you don't even know. Yeah, awful, 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 awful. They like burn books in the front yard. Right. I mean, no one's telling you. So it's that kind of thing where you have no clue and you're it, it, you're going in blindsided. Like either they're going to be great or they're going to be terrible. Or if they're terrible, hopefully they're going to move soon or new great people are going to come in. Like you have no, you have no control over it. So... um that sucks to not want to go out of your house. And it was COVID during that time. So the only place I could be is in our house or in our neighborhood walking around. Like that was it. Um, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Having bad neighbors sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, why people are so lucky to have us moving in every time. Well, now we don't do neighbors. shit. Now <laughs> we sit on our couch all the time. <laughs> right. So, you know, we used to do like have people. No, but over. I feel like this street that we're on now is so perfect, perfect for us. Everybody is just, they mind their own business. They're happy when they want, you know. Like, they're amazing. They're, everybody's just nice to each other. All the reasons. And we're fucking leaving. Yep. Do you think people are going to like with our kids? I think I feel like with our kids, people are going to be like, oh, what was your childhood home like? <laughs> right. And they're gonna be like, uh, "Well, we fingers. moved a lot." They're gonna be like, "Oh, your parents were in the na- in the military," <laughs> and our kids are gonna be like, "No, our parents were just a shit show." <laughs> our parents were in the party business. Yeah, the- they moved them around a lot. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> so, all right, so I guess we're doing a part two, but we'll do it about other stuff too, not just moving. We'll do like a hyphenated episode. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of fun stuff to okay get get into that we didn't. Okay, yeah, I, I have stuff too. Yeah. Okay, right. so we'll do that. Yeah, so we'll do that. Um, happy to be back. So happy. To right? Be. Feels Don't good. See, you weren't going to record I today. I am so thankful to you for making see? me do this. 
See, you should have yeah. sex with me now. But <laughs> that's gonna happen <laughs> while we're watching very sweet, nice <laughs> porn <laughs> with one single woman in the shower just washing herself. No, she's like making a cake. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> washing herself. <laughs> Suds. Oh you know. my god. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All right, guys. Rate and review if you can. And um, date night book. Never a better time than summer. M&M podcast 15. 15 for 15% off. Or if you want the ebook and you want to do it tonight, it's M&M podcast for 15% off. Oh my God. Billy has such bad gas. <laughs> I want to talk about a turn off. Billy's the dog, by the way, if nobody knows. That's not my <laughs> nickname. It's just funny. He's out got there. such bad gas. <laughs> all right, guys, we love you. Thank you for sticking with us while we were figuring it all out with moving yeah. and stuff and taking a little time. But um, we really appreciate you yeah. still being here. We love you. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns